Hi everybody, I do hope that all of you are doing well. I most certainly am here. Um, I wanted to talk to you about um, something. I know I've mentioned it before, and by the way, I know that, you know, I talked about that I would see you guys in December. Well, I figured I'd just do this podcast real quick. Got some tutorial things done um, this morning on both the Windows and Mac, and um, both of those machines are are doing well. I'm very happy with the both of them, and and uh, very blessed to say that both of those machines are 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 doing very well. They're running right now, and uh, but uh, I figured I would go over um, my Mac story again. And I've mentioned it before, but I really want to do a podcast that's dedicated to that. Um, so when I got into Mac OS, uh, which was back in 2000 and, oh, 13 is when I really got into it. Um, well, actually, let me back up a little bit. Uh, 2012, actually, because it was around the time when... Uh, Mountain Lion came out uh, in uh, August, I believe is when that was. And I got into it then because I was subscribed to the Apple Vis podcast. And um, that was a very interesting time for me because I was in uh, heading into eighth grade. And the uh, person that was our... Um, I guess you could say aid at that time because I went to the school for the blind at that time and we um uh him and I were pretty close I I I had knew him or known him since he first came uh to the school for the blind and uh you know I knew him back in elementary and then you know now he's our aide and so we um we were pretty close. And, uh, but anyway, uh, he actually had a MacBook Pro that he had gotten. And one day he told me, he said, well, when we have a, uh, what public schools would call a study hall, we called it resource. Uh, when we have that, he said, remind me. And he said, I'll bring in the MacBook Pro and you can take a look at it and see what you think. So I did. And I was very impressed. Now, mind you, uh, he hadn't upgraded it to Mountain Lion. And it was already out by that point, Mountain Lion was. and um, Mind you, it wasn't August when I saw it. It was well, probably around January, February, March of 2013. So that was my first ever... Uh, Mac that I had ever seen, and uh, up until that point, I had just seen Windows machines and things of that nature, and so we were very, uh, you know, I was very impressed, and I kind of looked at it and did a few voiceover commands, and really, I didn't bother it or anything. So we, um, uh, I, I was very impressed, and uh, at that time. Um, I was running all Windows 7. Uh, Windows 8 was around, 
but I, I didn't have anything to do with Windows 8 for a while. And uh, up until 2013, and I had gotten a Windows 8 machine, and, uh, you know, I'd gotten it, and it worked good. Uh, setting up was easy. It took a little bit to get used to, because Narrator had improved by that point. The voice was better, even though I still don't care for it, but it was better, much better. And it just worked a whole lot more uh, efficient. Um, I liked it better. And um, so, you know, I was pretty impressed with it. However, what really screwed up uh, Windows 8 and 8.1 was the fact that I was running an older version of Office for a long time. And I remember I knew that I needed an email client on that machine. And so I tried um, Microsoft uh, Outlook 2007. Well, IMAP really wasn't around a lot back then, and I think the only one that got it at that time was maybe Google, but I don't remember IMAP being around at that time. I just remember POP3 being around at that time. And so in order for POP3 to work with Gmail, you had to do a lot of settings in fact, I don't think that Gmail supports POP3 anymore. I could be wrong, but I don't see a setting for it now. And the Gmail settings, if you log into your Google account, I don't see a, a setting for that. So, yeah, I just, um, in the end, um, oh my goodness. Well, I'll respond to that messenger thing later um, in the day. Um... Well, anyway, um, so I, you know, couldn't get it to log in, even though my Gmail info was correct. And I found out later why, because at that, you know, I did not have Gmail set for POP3. It was set for IMAP, which is what Gmail set for default for a long time. And it was set for IMAP. So, um, I just kind of threw that by the wayside and used Thunderbird for a long time. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I liked Thunderbird, still like Thunderbird an awful lot. If you want an email inbox that does, uh, that goes off for all your accounts, Thunderbird's a good way to do it. And I most definitely like it. And, uh, so I'm happy with uh, Thunderbird and on Windows, that's the one I recommend besides Outlook. I would say, boy, I don't know. Um, I would say simplest first to advanced. I would say simplest would be Thunderbird. That's a given. Okay, then next I would say Outlook would be next uh, in terms of, um, advanced features. Uh, Thunderbird has a lot of them, but Outlook has a whole lot more. Um, but 
I like Thunderbird. In fact, I need to get it reinstalled. I uninstalled it because I couldn't get it to read uh, with JAWS easily uh, in the message area. So, yeah, I didn't like that very well. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I liked Thunderbird. It, it, um, they've updated it a lot since and made it quite a bit better. Um, in the uh, options and server settings, uh, there's no need to hit OK anymore, just like what Chrome and all the modern browsers uh, do, um, you know, where you don't have to hit OK anymore. So, yeah, I definitely like Thunderbird uh, still, and I used it then. Although back then there was a program called Gmail Notifier. Some of you might remember that, uh, where you would install it and um, you you would log into your Google account and it would notify you. And if you wanted to check your email, what it would do is open up whatever your default browser was. So back at that time, whether you used um, Internet Explorer or Firefox, uh, Chrome was around but it was hardly usable at that time. So um, it was better um, than what it was before. Um, <laughs> yeah, before it was a mess. Um, but it still had some, a lot of issues on the Windows and Mac side, but now it's a gem to use. But uh, I had talked to my dad about Mac and, um, you know, how... VoiceOver was built right in and that it was perfectly usable. And he said, well, honey, one of these days we'll see what we can do. And, well, one of these days happened. Um, I thought that for Christmas in uh, 2013, I thought, well, shoot, that's what I'm going to get. Well, <laughs> I didn't, but I did get a good present, though. Um I did get a uh, pair of Beats headphones, and I loved those things an awful lot. And uh, I liked them. Uh, the only bad part about those uh, things in particular at that time was that they used batteries. And so when your batteries would die, well, <laughs> so would your Beats. Um, <clears throat> but, of course, they've made them a lot better now. But uh, anyway, so... Um, that Christmas, you know, I got those, and then come my birthday, my dad said, well, honey, it's time. He said, it's time, and um, he said, it's time to get a Mac, and he said, which one you want? And so I thought about it a lot, and I went and did some looking, and I found the one that I wanted. It, I wanted the uh, uh, MacBook Air. Um, I wanted the default one. I didn't care whether it had 8 gigs or not. I, I really didn't, you know, care about that. I wanted an 11-inch one because I was going back and forth with it a lot. Although I found out later that the 13-inch worked perfectly fine. But anyway, um, we, uh, I, I wanted the 11-inch at the time. It had a 1.3 gigahertz, um, i5, 4 gigs of RAM, and a 128 gig. SSD, and you know, even after installing all the stuff that I did, and I, I mean, I abused that thing when I first got it because I installed a bunch of stuff. Um, I, I was very happy with it, and uh, I told my dad what I wanted, and he wrote it down. I think is what he did, um, or he might have made a mental note. I don't remember what he did, and uh, so he was up in. 
Oh, what was that one place? Since it was towards Cincinnati, it was like Wood Green or something like that. I, I don't remember, but it, it was close to Cincinnati. A point being, and um, there happened to be an Apple store up there, and he said, "Well, he said I'm going to stop there and pick it up," and so he did. He picked it up, and I had no idea what an Apple box looked like at that point. Or an Apple bag for that matter. But oh my word. I I was very just in awe that he did that for me. And I was happy. And at the time, I had taken Jaws completely off of that HP. Um, and I, I didn't care for their license scheme uh, at that time. And luckily now they've got the... Um, annual thing where you can pay one year, two years, or five years. Um, and, uh, you know, thankfully they have that. But uh, point being is that I, I didn't care for it. I still have my thoughts about um, JAWS and their license scheme. But being an AT trainer, uh, I tend not to share that a lot with people. Um, just friends of mine, Um but uh, I ran NVDA full-time at that time and ran Windows 8.1. Um, I ran 8.1 when it came out. I actually downloaded and installed it. But I ran into a lot of issues um, where the wireless didn't work. So my mom helped me downgrade to Windows 8 uh, through the HP recovery partition. And then uh, I waited until it got several updates. And then I updated again and it worked fine. And I just... Did a clean install and put 8.1 and put NVDA on there and it worked fine. But anyway, I, I um, my brother and I were going to go down and visit our dad. And um, so we went down there and I was very curious. So my dad made the mistake of uh, we, we lived in a cabin and that old cook stove and... Um, um, had that cook stove down there that uh, we just used to store stuff on top of. And uh, he put that apple bag on top of there. And I figured that's what it was when I felt it. And so, long story short, I snuck down there and immediately just psh, grabbed that bag. We had an, a back bedroom that we used for a spare bedroom. And immediately I went back there, completely unboxed it, set it up. Uh, with no sighted help. My dad at first got very upset, as any parent would, but at the same time, he just smiled and smiled because when I took it upstairs, I... Uh, <clears throat> when I took it upstairs, I had... Um, I had completely set it up. I didn't have it connected to Wi-Fi or anything, and... Because uh, my dad had a jetpack at that time through AT&T for not only his personal use, but my brother and I used it too. And uh, th that thing was so freaking awesome. It was. It, it really was cool. But anyway, <clears throat> we were happy. And uh, he, he smiled. I'll never forget that, the, the smile he had. He just smiled. He's like, well, son, happy birthday. I gave him a big hug, and then I got it connected to Wi-Fi, got it all up to date, and started um, asking friends of mine that I had at the time about different apps and 
because I didn't realize, you know, that things like Apple this. Now, I want, I will say one thing that Apple this is, I, I do like it for is um, I don't care for the form thing. I, I just don't have a lot of time to sit there and look at it. But I always loved the apps that um, they had. And uh, I didn't know about that at the time until later. But, oh, man, guys, I mean, it was incredible. And uh, I, I'll never forget, my dad was just amazed that as soon as I turned it on, it immediately started talking. And it, it I mean, it, 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 I was happy, too. I was. And my dad, he told me that day, he said, well, try not to stay up that late. Well, guess who stayed up late? It was me. <laughs> I remember the next day we had the party and my cousin, uh, his name's Jared, came over. And I always was impressed with his Mac. Now, I had seen it. I forgot about that. I had seen it when he got it, but I didn't see it really much. I didn't play with it much because I didn't want to mess it up. But, oh, man, I mean, it. I was pretty impressed. And he still uses Mac today. Um. <clears throat> And uh, my other cousin, Jordan, who's Jared's brother, uh, got a Mac 2, and uh, I was impressed with both of them. And uh, now that I have one, Jared was impressed that, hey, it actually talks. Um, and he thought that you had to re, you know, pre-install it. And I said, nope. So I showed him, you know, I hit a keyboard shortcut, and he's like, will that work on mine? I said, well, yeah. And I think he, I think he went home and tried it on his, and it worked. <laughs> It, I mean, it was pretty impressive. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I was very happy. Um, and, of course, you know, since then, I've owned several different Mac laptops and was very happy with them. have owned several Mac Minis, and I own a Mac Mini today. And you guys know about my next laptop that's coming up because... There's something big that's happening that I'm hoping that I can get done by uh, either later this year or very early next year, and I can go on that trip. It looks like the, the training that I've been wanting for a long time that the state refused will be happening. My dad and I talked about it yesterday, and he told me that um, he would help me get it together, and I'm, oh man, I'm looking forward to this, and that's why I wanted to get the Pro first, because I knew that I would have that, and the uh, Mac uh, Studio, um, you know, we'll, we'll get that one next, but uh, the Mac Mini, you know, every Mac that I've owned has worked really well. Now, that 11-inch I don't have anymore, of course. But what happened to it is that it had um, an SSD problem like all those 11 inches did at that time frame. I would say from 2013 and 14, um, they all had SSD issues because Apple at that time used a cheap SSD. And um, mind you, SSD drives at that time in general, though, were really bad. But the one that Apple used in that machine was just terrible. And it was. Um, so eventually, it did die. 
And uh, I that's when I got that 13-inch air. Uh, some of you who listen to my podcast today will remember that. Um, I'm not going to go over what I use the Mac for today. I've done that in the previous podcast. But um, yeah, that was my story. And of course, ever since then, I've owned Macs. And now, I, I didn't there for a while use it as a primary primary. Um, although... Uh, there was a time where my sophomore year in high school, uh, that's pretty much all I used. Um, I used Windows in the computer class that I was a part of, and I did use Windows for that, but everything else was Mac used. Um, I used Mac for everything else, just Windows for that one class, and I did have Windows at home. Uh, 8.1, I used it there at home, and uh, it worked well, but anyway, I'm just super happy with it, and uh, I thought it was so cool, I did, and uh, I very much liked it an awful lot, and I still love the Mac an awful lot, and now Mac is my primary. Uh, When Microsoft started doing a lot of stupid stuff with Windows 10, and then they came out with the Windows 11 hardware requirements. I got very upset, and that's when Apple came out with the ARM-based CPUs, and I got really excited. And I got that M1 Mac Mini, and it worked so well. It did, and uh, so anyway, I, I got that, and... That's when I decided to just use Mac as as a primary. And so, very happy about that. And now, mind you, I do own a machine that does run 11. It's that, um, uh, that um, B-Link machine. And if you look at Kerry Holzman, so a lot of you will know who I'm talking about. He does a lot of good reviews on B-Link. And he has a lot of good things to say about B-Link. And so I picked it up based upon that. And uh, that's what I'm running here. It runs JAWS, NVIDIA, and System Access, and even Narrator really well. And uh, what you heard there was actually the Mac Mini going off. And then the other machine that I have is the B-Link, and it's running Outlook. And you might have heard its email sound going off. But anyway, um, I do want to show you one thing about the Mac that I didn't get to demonstrate um, with my uh, last Mac thing where I went through and showed you what I love about it. I'm going to actually grab my MacBook Air. There is a Mac update out, and I didn't realize it until I looked at my Mini last night before I went and laid down and went to bed. And uh, anyway, let's go ahead and open up the MacBook Air. Even though I am upgrading to a MacBook Pro, this MacBook Air is still freaking solid. I don't care what anybody says. Um, we're going to go ahead and log in here. And we'll enter in my password here. And there we go. It is fully up and running. And we're going to go into System Settings. Go to General. Software update. 
And we're checking for updates right now. This is running uh, Mac OS 13. When I got this, it was running Mac OS 12, uh, Monterey. And uh, we're on to uh, Ventura. This MacBook Air is so quiet. Again, it don't have a fan in it at all. I put this thing through a lot of crap. And, uh... Um... Updating the Mac was something that impressed me and impressed my dad, too. And so that's why ever since then I've I've gotten Macs. Now, the last couple of Macs I've gotten on my own, although... When I got the Air, my mom did help me with that, um, but that's because uh, we got a lot of tax money back, and uh, plus, I had put money back too for that. So, uh, I mean, I guess we we both put a part in that. But I mean, this MacBook Air still has a lot of life and. Something's going on with Apple's uh, update servers. Ah, there we go. Okay, sometimes you have to relaunch it in order for it to work. Okay. Yep, 13.4.1. And we'll hit update now. And we'll hit agree. Now, watch how simple this is. Okay, well, we'll enter in our password. And it's downloading right now. Now, it'll eventually come up with a startup thing, and you just hit restart, and it might ask you for your password. Just enter in your system password. But point being, guys, is that it's a lot easier to do this than even Windows 11. Even though Windows Update has gotten a little bit better over time, this is still the easiest to train people on is how to do software updates. See, like, we're already at 60%, and it's, I mean, it literally is that quick. And even when a big Mac OS comes out, what I tend to do on these is upgrade it, and I'll upgrade the machine and make sure it'll run it, you know, perfectly okay. And then um, I'll do a complete reset, uh, just wipe it completely down, which I will most certainly be doing this year to both machines. Um, I'll probably do the mini first, and then we'll do the air next. Um, but this machine, I actually used as a primary for a while when I gave my M1 uh, to a person at that time who needed it the most. But um, we're just going to let this do its thing. Um, I won't sit here and take you through the whole thing, but that's my Mac story, and it's one that I will never forget. Um, as long as I live, it, it's 
very special to me. And uh, it's one that anytime and well, every time I think about the Mac, I always think back of how I got into it. It was uh, it's very special. Very special. Um, and uh, I'm thankful for it. And I know the Lord had a part uh, to play in that. Okay, we'll just let it do its thing. It's at 78%. Um, I have had Apple updates fail before, but that's a server issue. But what I would do is just restart the system and, and do it all over again. Or just relaunch software update and have it re-download itself again. And it would work perfectly. But uh, I just figured I'd do this quick podcast while I'm here. Well, anyway, guys, that's it for now. I'll talk to you guys later.